Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. On DAB Plus, online, via the TalkSport app, and on your smart speaker. This is the IPL Preview Show on TalkSport 2. Good afternoon to you and welcome to TalkSport 2's weekly look at all the stories from the world of the IPL. We're at that stage of the tournament where everything's magnified, where every point is crucial and could decide who makes the playoff stages and who misses out because after today there are only 10 group matches left. This time last week we were raving about super, super overs, great finishes and stunning performances and we wondered how you could top them. Well of course the answer with an event like this is it's simple. You just play more matches. In the last seven days, we've seen more incredible fast bowling, mind-blowing batting and fielding ability that just takes your breath away. Fortunately, here on TalkSport 2, we have a man who's perfectly qualified to talk about all three of those things. He is, of course, the former England fast bowler, Steve Harmison, and he'll be giving us his thoughts over the next hour. Harmy's actually been a busy boy in the last few days because he's been speaking with the former Super Kings fast bowler, his Durham and England mate, Mark Wood. We'll bring you some of that later on. And don't worry, if you don't speak Northern, there'll be subtitles available via the red button. It's the IPL show here on TalkSport 2. On DAB Plus, online, via the TalkSport app and on your smart speaker. This is the IPL preview show on TalkSport 2. What 
An outstanding delivery from Rashid Khan. Straight to the man and point it is! Straight to the man at cover point. Back to back Chris Jordan. Tried to slice it, didn't get enough. Jordan on a hat-trick. Kings 11 on fire. Kings 11 has a, have escaped. Escaped with a magnificent victory. It's not as easy for some, but not for Corley. Good hit. Oh, really good hit. Well done, Faf Duplessis. And starts with a six. Lovely strike from Bikewad. Will it be it? It will be it. Goes all the way. Finishes in style, does Gaikwad. And the Chennai Super Kings pick up another two points. Muscle from Hardik Pandya. Oh, my goodness. Hardik Pandya's taken over the Zayn Stadium. High and six. And the innings is finished by Hardik Pandya. Right, Sanju Samson clears the boundary for six. Oh, bang! Dancing shoes around here tonight inside. 16 of the over. Ben Stokes is here. Incredible striking from one heck of a talent. A century to remember from one of the greatest contemporary cricketers. Ben Stokes, 103 from 59 balls. Ben Stokes, you've given us an innings to remember. Some incredible highlights over the past few days in the IPL and there's been some just fantastic performances. Uh, the Mumbai Indians getting beaten by the Rajasthan Royals when they put 195 on the board. The Royals knocking them off two down with ten balls to spare. Ben Stokes scoring his second IPL century in that game. Uh, the RCB uh, getting beaten by the Super Kings of all teams, again with ten balls to spare. Uh, they only had to chase down one four five and uh, Sam Curran uh, took three for 19 in that. Uh, those were both Sunday games. On Saturday, uh, the Knight Riders defeating the Delhi Capitals. The Delhi Capitals just having a little wobble. Not necessarily the right time for that, and a big win as well. The Knight Riders, 194 for six. The Capitals, 135 for nine in reply. How much of an impact will that have on their net run rate, and could that be significant? And also on Saturday, the Kings eleven. 126 for 7 doesn't look like um, that'll uh, do the job. However, the Sunrisers 114 all out. Uh, incredible stuff. That all means that in terms of the uh, table, we have a situation where it is the Mumbai Indians who are top. They have 14 points. The Delhi Capitals have 14 points in second. The Royal Challengers Bangalore also have 14 points. It is therefore all down to net run rate. The Knight Riders are fourth on 12. The Kings 11 and the Rajasthan Royals both have 10, and the Sunrisers and the Super Kings are 7th and 8th with 8 points apiece. Steve Harmison, we seem to say this every week at the moment, but it's just so tight at the moment. It's set up, and we'll talk about this game later on, but today we've got the Knight Riders against the Kings 11, 4th against 5th. Every game at the moment just seems so important. Absolutely, Maka. It's been absolutely brilliant. I think the whole tournament has been, has been fascinating. Obviously, no crowds in, but still... Yeah, the high level of pressure, and nobody seems to want to want to go away. I think you probably look at Chennai Super Kings as a team that I don't think can qualify now. 
Um, yes, fourth against fifth today. You know, Calcutta, KKR, they, they've got this struggle at the top of the order. They don't know which way to go. They've had a go over at Narayan. They've had a few other few other combinations at the top. Again, you know, Narayan came in, he got 61, uh, and they posted 194, but they were 42 for three. And again, they lose wickets at the top in the power play. That could cost them not only a place in you know the top four, um, but if they do get to the top four against the top top sides, then you'd think that's where the you know the, the good sides will look to es- exploit them. And the week started with um, a Joss Butler masterclass and ended with an absolute unbelievable innings by Benjamin Stokes. And from an English point of view, I think we've had a quite a good week this week. So <laughs> cool. yeah, off. it's been uh, it was better than last week. And Sam Curran again, somebody who yeah you know, he he gets written off quite a bit, does the young man. But again, with both bat and ball, he hasn't had a bad week. It's certainly not, and bear in mind how poor the Super Kings have been. Um, they would have been in a world of pain were he's, it not. He might have been a shining light, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. He's been a shining light for a team who have really, really struggled. And I'm so pleased for the young man because he's, he's going to come back a, a lot better cricketer, and that can only benefit English cricket. You mentioned Mr. Stokes. Let's talk about him. Um, a second IPL 100. It was a thing of absolute beauty. This is a man who plays incredible innings in white ball cricket. I would put this 100 up there with the very best of white ball innings that he's played. And I thought one thing watching it was his calmness. There are times in recent games... Well... I'm not saying he's been thrashing it, but he's got a little bit pumped up. He seemed yesterday that he was waiting for the ball. Just that split second longer, he was playing it on his terms. He looked in so much more control. And and it, it seemed inevitable that, to me, he was going to get a, a big one very early on. And then he started thinking, well, can he go all the way and get 100? And the only thing that would have stopped him was if they actually knocked them off before he got there because he was playing so well. He was, and he, he talked about it, um, and he said the the day before was probably the best net he had since he had been in the uh, the UAE. He said he had, felt as though he hit the ball better. He felt as though he hit the ball cleaner. I, I like it when he goes in up the top because the simple fact is if you give Benjamin Stokes a chance to get himself in, and I think he did that yesterday, took a few ball balls than, than he, he probably normally did. I think in the, the recent games going uh, into this one, He's, it's like, it was like a little bit of a, well, I need to get going because I'm, I'm, I'm playing catch-up. I'm, I'm three or four innings behind everybody else. Um, my team needs me. And all of a sudden, he sticks his chest out, starts panting. He's, where the realisation, possibly over the course of the last few days, he's thought, well, you know what? I'm starting to hit the ball better. I just need to give myself a little bit more time. And if I'm in there with 50, after 50 balls, I'm going to be somewhere near between 80 and 90 and I think that's the probably the mindset that changed I don't think it was anything to do with a technical thing I think it was just a mindset of his ability to hit the ball cleanly he played proper cricket shots he wasn't trying to hit you know the the ball out of Abu Dhabi he was just actually trying to hit the ball to the boundary or or over the the 30 yard circle and once he started getting some confidence at that like you said he didn't really try and thrash it he kept his shape he had clarity of thought and boy did that middle of that bat get found so many times and along with I think he he helped Sanyu Samson as well because I think they helped each other but I think he helped Samson as well because Samson 
a little bit like Ben. He's been thrashing it, trying to hit as many sixes as he possibly can. Um, and then, yeah, getting out at stupid moments. And what I mean by stupid moments, you've got 16 off and over, and you get out caught on the boundary trying to hit another six, where I think game management game player I think they help each other along nicely um, and, and to be fair when you when you look at it Maka in the, in, in the grand scheme of things and when you see the score 195 you think boy that's a big total they chased it at 18 point two overs they never really looked yes. apart from you know, the, you know when they lost the fir- first wicket apart from that they never really looked as though they weren't going to get the total so fair play to Ben you know well done is it enough I'm not so sure if they've got enough time to to latch onto that fourth place, but what it does give them, it gives them the confidence and the momentum going that you know the feel as though they can beat Kings Eleven in their next game. And like I said before, KKR, you know, if they lose today, um, Rajasthan play them in the last game. Uh, Rajasthan will be hoping that if they lose today, winning the last game for for Rajasthan will catch KKR. So you know, those all to play for. Well, let's hear from uh, the boy wonder himself. Ben Spokes did speak uh, with the media after that incredible innings and was talking about the fact that it might have just come a little bit too late for the team. Sort of bittersweet, to be honest. Um, you know, I'm a bit, um, you know, taken back by it's taken me this long to get into the tournament for the team. Um, you know, I would have preferred to, to get this form sort of two, three games ago when um, we weren't relying on other results to, to get us through to the, quali- uh, the qualifiers, but... Um, it's always nice to get back into form, but um, yeah, we're relying on a few of the results at the moment. So yeah, a bit bittersweet. Ben Stokes there scoring his second IPL hundred, but it wasn't the only highlight of the game. I mean, it was a sensational game of cricket. We have to talk, Steve Harmson, about Hardik Pandya, sixty not out from just twenty-one balls, seven sixes in that, and he was a danger to air traffic control. I mean, he was absolutely carving it to all parts. And you've got to remember, Abu Dhabi's not a small ground. No, it's not. And he he played it. There was some there was some sixes hit in that in that game as well because um you know, say samson you know he he just sort of ride the sort of the coattails and the, the shirt tail sorry of of ben stokes and and pandya as well you know with his 60 off 21 it was it was raining sixes it wasn't really raining fours it was raining sixes and sixes to be fair because you know I, I wouldn't say the bowling was 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 that bad was that bad you know Archer bowled very, very well, and you, it's a who's who of you know top international white ball bowlers. That's what makes Ben Stokes' innings even better. But you know, it, it just does seem we've talked about it, Maka, quite a bit that with no crowd there, it seems to be pressure more on skill level than there is on anything mm. else. And the skill level at this moment is very, very high. And when somebody gets on a roll, it's very, very difficult to knock them off that. And I think we found that from a bowling point of view that when somebody does get in and get set in it's very very difficult to not only stop them from scoring but stop them from scoring big sixes uh, you mentioned skill levels um, just while we're finishing up talking about this game Joffre Archer's catch my yeah. goodness I mean you know it's good when it's going all around the world on, on social media that was an absolutely stunning grab it was unbelievable. It was a bit like Stokes' against South Africa, first first week of the World Cup in, uh, in 2019. So, again, Joffre just looks as though he's having a ball. He's having a great time. And I hope that Joffre comes back to England. Um, I hope that, that, that this little breakaway from in the franchise um, brings him back. 
I don't think, I, I just think, uh, I'm trying to word it, more of a, a better outlook on how he plays his cricket in in England and go just enjoy yourself like he does when he's with the franchise team because it seems as though there's just something inside there, whether it's the English media or you know, the pressure of playing for England. Um, there just seems to be something either holding him back or not wanting him to express himself. So fingers crossed when he's when he does come up because he's had a great tournament so far. Um, we get that in, that back when he, he comes and puts the three lines on. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of another England bowler, Mark Wood. Uh, Harmy's been in conversation uh, with Mark Wood in the last few days. You'll hear that next on the IPL show here on TalkSport 2. On DAB+, Plus, online, via the TalkSport app and on your smart speaker. This is the IPL preview show on TalkSport 2. Maharaj once again tosses this one up and it's now Mark Wood going again over long on six more. Three slips gully, short leg, here is Wood. And look at yeah. Straight through the number 11, middle stump Yorker, Mark Wood has five. Mark Wood in action. Now the... Uh, Former England, well, no, not, not former England fast bowler, former CSK bowler from 2018, has been speaking with Steve Harmison uh, for a special interview. It will be uh, on the Cricket Collective tomorrow evening on TalkSport 2 between 6 and 7 o'clock, but it'll also be made available as a podcast as part of uh, following on. Well, uh, let's bring you some of that because um, Woody and uh, Steve Harmison have been chatting, started the conversation speaking about Mark Spell with CSK in 2018. Good and bad. Uh, very good in terms of new experience, new teammates. Um, got to meet some fantastic friends. Faf Duplessis, I was blown away what a nice guy he was. Yeah. Um, still in contact with him now. I was looked after fantastically well. However, I played one game and got smashed <laughs> uh, and then didn't look back. Do you think sometimes overseas you've got to have an element of luck for where you go as a franchise to potentially get a game you could be one of the best bowlers in the world but if they've got two quality overseas spinners as a seamer you're not going to get a game yes but i was i wasn't prepared if i'm honest i was i didn't prepare well enough um i came off a test tour in new zealand where i'd bowled the neil wagner bouncer role and then three days off of playing i'm playing IPL, my first match at the Wankede against mumbai indians not bowled one yoga (laughs) so it was never going to go well how was ms one of the greatest guys, one of the greatest players the in calmest, the world. I mean, uh, you see him on the TV, he's even calmer yeah. than I thought he would be. Uh-huh. I thought uh, he just would, like, um, just sort of just brush his hand one way, oh, this way, yeah. I mean, he clearly didn't know me very well because he had me a backward point at one point. <laughs> <laughs> so, think, but to be fair, you could move quicker than most of the, <laughs> most of the Indians, yeah. especially some of the, the older CSK. He was very he was very accommodating as well. Like, he would invite anybody into his room at night. Um, he, he was a lovely guy. Yeah. Shrewsbury brought you back because he wanted you to play to get ready to play for England. Was that a good thing or a bad thing for you? Because, you know, was it the experience of playing in the IPL, or did you feel as though right, I need to come back and, and get? No, ready? I think it was the right decision. It was the right thing to come back. Um, I love my time in the IPL. Don't get me wrong, um, it was great. But, you know, since I was a little kid, the forefront of my mind was always playing for England. I've always prioritised that. I wasn't playing for CSK. I would have stayed there the whole time. Yeah. Um, I was under contract. 
um, to be there. But um, when the opportunity came and the coach at CSK and the owner were happy, then I was fine to go yeah. home. Um, are you watch much of it? You've watched much of it in 2020. There's been I always watch for no CSK. Crowds. Actually, I yeah. always watch her. How um, do you feel it's been? Because no crowds. Hmm. I, I've said many times. I think is a different pressure because there's probably a skill level pressure because players are not got the crowd to you know they've been able to express themselves in a in a free way, which is you know being will put pressure on you know bat versus ball because of you know the skill level has been higher because there's been you know no crowd pressure i think then you judge more by your opponents and your own teammates because yeah. actually then the pressure isn't oh well you think you can see this guy's intimidated by the crowd or the crowd's behind you and yeah. you can feel that momentum you wouldn't be able to feel that it'll be the pressure will come from scoreboard or the quality of the opposition and i think you're exactly right where you know the skill level has gone up and that puts pressure on that even more i mean some of the shots the player is a bowler. I just kind of work it out. Like, win, yeah. if if someone's bowling ninety mile an hour at me, there's no way I'm getting even close to being on one knee. Yeah. yeah if a, anything, I'm getting close to the square leg. Like, I was going to say I'm I'm closer to outside leg stump than actually kicking <laughs> leg stump. Comes, just give myself it? room, aren't we, Harmy? But he's not offside. Do you think that makes players with lesser uh, lesser players that are you know on the peripheral gives them you know, more of a chance to? Uh, excel is in the game where somebody like mentioned Fafti Plessis, MS Dhoni, Virat Kohli used to play in 80,000 people, needs the buzz of the crowd to I walk out I think they need that. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're exactly right. I think they need that. They need that um, crowd. The, they're the guy to, to win the game. They're the ones that are going to show everyone that's there. And although they will know that there's millions watching, of course they will know that, but it's not the same as when the crowd's there. I mean, Donny walks out for a warm-up. This is a warm-up before mm. anything. And it's Donny, Donny. Crazy, isn't it? And it's just like, wow. Uh, and it goes like, silent when he gets yeah, out. Hairs on the back of your neck. It's phenomenal. And we talked about uh, the UAE, potentially India, England. How encouraged have you been by watching the likes of Nokia, Rabada, Archer, the, the leading wicket takers in the in the IPL have been seen bowlers, mm. so there's something there potentially if England go there and play a Test series against against India that the seamers have been on top as opposed to the spinners what normally are in India. Yeah, in I think IPL. I think it's a big plus. Obviously, um, they're fast bowlers as well. They're not just you know medium pace. I think for me personally, I, I, that gives me confidence. Um, you usually associate the UAE with slower, lower turn wickets, but to say that in one day cricket where the ball has skipped through. Um, and you know it might necessarily then the wickets might still be slow but having pace on slow wickets can sometimes be good because yeah. then you cannot get the it doesn't just slide on it's quick through the air but you can't get get it away like you would like and with me being a bit shorter and a bit skiddier that might actually play even more into my hands I think that's better for the T the T20 game that fast bowlers are actually in the game because like you said before normally 90 mile an hour and sometimes a ramp and you're going, oh. you're going everywhere sometimes I actually feel like a ball machine I mean <laughs> I don't feel like Rabada and Archer I can tell you that sometimes I'm just there for the batters <laughs> oh, Mark Wood in absolutely belting form. Can't wait to listen to the rest of that uh, chat on the Cricket Collective this week with, with Harmy. He's always a great listen. He's always great to, to hear and chat cricket with. I'll tell you what was interesting. stood out straight away. One of the first bits we heard when he spoke about his time in the IPL... I wasn't ready, I wasn't prepared for it. It, it. it says a lot about his character that he's prepared to admit that, Steve. Absolutely. The, the kid is brilliant. The kid is mad. Um, I could no, no finer word for it. He is, he, he's 
is completely different to what I am as a person or was as a cricketer because, you know, the the way he expresses himself and he's more, you know, extrovert where I'm more sort of an introvert sort of character. But I tell you what, he's, he is great to listen to. You could listen to him all day. And some of the stuff he does talk about um, on the on the Cricket Collective, talking about the ashes coming up and this, the, the amount of fast bowlers that England have got. And he talks about Broden Anderson. It is. It's fascinating to hear what he says. He's always honest. He'll always give you a line. And the one thing about him is he is true to his word because when he goes out there... He tries his very, very best to be the best team person, the best player to to be around, um, and I, I think he's, I think he's unlucky not to have a go in in this year's IPL because the way he's bowled throughout this summer, uh, in red ball and white ball cricket, his pace is back up there, and um, I think England didn't give him a, a red ball central contract, but I still think he's got a huge future in the red ball game, especially against India in the next eight to, eight to ten test matches and then when we go to Australia in at the end of next year. So I think he's, um, he's still got a huge part to play for English, in English cricket. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Well, let's be brutally honest. If the owners and the captains and the coaches knew that for definite these were the surfaces that we were going to play on, Mark Wood absolutely, if he was available, yeah, would have definitely. got picked up. The, these were squads that were picked thinking that they were going to be playing in India other than the normal time. So that, that's possibly one of those. So, yeah, definitely uh, keep an eye out for the uh, Cricket Collective uh, 6 till 7 Tuesday evening. If you uh, don't hear it live, then make sure you get on the podcast because, as Harmy says, it will be a great listen. Mark Wood is always really 
good value. We're going to turn our attention to some of the other English players, actually, in the next couple of moments, because, as we touched on earlier, there's been a lot of really good performances uh, this week. It is the IPL show here on TalkSport 2. On DAB+, Plus, online, via the TalkSport app, and on your smart speaker. This is the IPL preview show on TalkSport 2. Flashy, flashy! Are you kidding me? You are kidding me! Just like that, it's our job. All done on a Sunday afternoon evening. Chance, yes it is! Very good, Chris Jordan. Boy, has he got good hands. Straight to the man, and point it is! Straight to the man at cover point. Back-to-back, Chris Jordan. Outstanding. Two crisp shots from Johnny Besto. A century to remember. From one of the greatest contemporary cricketers, Ben Stokes, 103 from 59 balls. the IPL show here on TalkSport 2. Uh, Steve Harmison and myself, Andrew McKenna, with you once again as normal. And uh, time to look at some of the uh, the English players. Well, you just heard there, uh, Ben Stokes, 107 off 60 balls as uh, Rajasthanese to an eight-wicket win over the uh, the Mumbai Indians. We've covered that already. Let's look at some of the others. Uh, Chris Jordan uh, taking three for 17 for the Kings eleven as the uh, uh, they beat the Sunrisers. Uh, Johnny Bairstow making 19 from 20 in that game. Harmy, let's talk about the Kings eleven actually because they, I mean, they are, talk about a team that are, are timing it right at the moment. They were, let's be brutally honest, horrible earlier on in the tournament, but for whatever reason they've now found a formula that's working for them and they are improving hand over fist and Chris Jordan is playing a big part in that. Yeah, I'm not sure what they want to, they just don't seem to know what they want to do with Chris Jordan. Uh, he didn't play earlier in the week and then I think the pick, the they picked Jimmy Neesham um, and then they picked Chris Jordan uh, against the Sunrisers and again he, he bowled well he bowled he, awesome at the death you know, fantastic death bowler um, in a in a you know what, you, what you'd think was a game which the Kings 11 had no no there was there was no chance of winning at, at half time I think 124 played some like 114 and especially when the Sunrisers were 56 for none um, and you know Jordan did his magic and and, and did fantastically well. So uh, I'm pleased for Chris Jordan. Kings Eleven, they've got a big week coming up. You know the 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 player today, which you know against KKR fourth, players fifth, and then they play again on Friday in and another big one uh, when they play Rajasthan fifth versus sixth. Uh, and if they can still be in ten- contention off that, the last game is against CSK, who in theory by that time are probably going to be out of the tournament. So if they have a, a, two positive results out of them three, uh, they've got a chance of getting into the knockout stages. But they seem to find a formula coinciding with Chris Gale, getting them off to a, a start and going in at number three, just you know, accelerating in the power play. So, you know, they seem to be the, the team of momentum going and I'm, I'm pleased Chris Jordan is is hopefully with that, with that three for 17 going to cement his place in the team for the rest of the tournament. 
You touched on CSK there. Um, Sam Curran's had another decent week. Uh, three for 19 as they beat uh, the Royal Challengers of Bangalore by eight wickets. That after making 52 out of their shambolic 114 for nine against Mumbai Indians earlier on in the week. Mumbai knocking them off without loss. Now, Sam Curran had been sent up at the top of the order to act as, well, kind of a, not quite a pinch hitter, but certainly someone to get on with it. Sam Curran has been speaking about the way that his role has changed in the side throughout the course of the season. Each game we got we got such a, diff, a, a lot of all-rounders on our side, so you don't really know when you're going to bowl, when you're going to bat. So it's also about just trying to be adjustable and trying to adjust to different situations, and that's what I try like to do. The, obviously, the first couple of games I did go up top, and then I batted in the middle order last game. So it's about just trying to practice in different situations and keep trying to enjoy it. Harmy, is he being polite there where he's talking about different situations require different sets of skills or are the CSK just picking a batting order numbers out of a hat at the moment because it feels like it is a bit of a scattergun approach at the moment. You can't necessarily see what they're trying to achieve. Yeah, when you're you're losing and things aren't working for you, you do try and find a way and different formulas sometimes a bit like the Kings eleven, the members just needed one change, and that was to get Chris Gale in at number three. Um, and you look at you look at CSK. They, he was you've been a bit polite, but he was also I think trying to make an indirect point to say nobody knows what they're doing because you know nobody knows when they're going to bat, nobody knows when they're going to bowl. Well, to be honest, the game is 120 balls long and when you when you break it down and you work things out the teams that have got a best the best structure i.e. bowlers bowling at certain times all the time uh, in every game and are the teams that are more successful so if Sam Curran's saying that they've got a lot of all-rounders doesn't know when he's going to bowl doesn't know when he's going to bat it's not really surprising that CSK are bottom of the log um, just looking at uh, some of the others, uh, obviously, Moen Ali. Um, I'll be honest with you, I thought he'd be more involved in, in the IPL than he has been. Yeah. It, it really has been a, a, a bit part performance from him so far, through, through no fault of his own. He just can't seem to get a game. No, he can't get a game, and I, I think that's more down to the, the dynamics of their side. I think I'm still not 100% sure how they want to use their, their sort of overseas. They don't back their bowling too much. Um, but they've got to really use their their, their Indian bowlers because you know, you've got Aaron Finch at the top, you've got A.B. De Villiers um, in there as well. So you know to try and find a, a, a spot for you know for overseas. You know Chris Morris has come in and bowled you know reasonably well. So there wasn't much you know many spots up to look for. So it's disappointing that Mo hasn't had a, a, a more of a game um, and. When he bowled you the when he he played the other day, what did he get? Got two overs, not for seventeen, and he he only got one with a bat. So, again, the the challenges are doing all right, but you just wonder, you know, do they really know what their best configuration of of overseas is? So, he's in the last game. Fingers crossed, he gets another go to to show what to showcase his skills because without doubt he's, he's still one of the most dynamic one day cricketers in the world. Um, he just might need just a run on the side.
And uh, Johnny Bairstow, uh, a word about him. He's, what, ninth in the uh, the batting standings at the moment in terms of most runs. He's got, what, 345. Uh, David Warner, his teammates, just above him with 370. To give, to give you a comparison, there are only four players who've made more than 400. Uh, Faf Duplessis has got 401. Virat Kohli, 415. Shikha Darwan, 471. And then KL Rahul, who's basically playing a different game to everybody else, who's got 567. So, Johnny Bairstow, in terms of 345 runs at what an average of 31.4, it's certainly a decent return. 350s in that, and of course, got so close to 100 with his 97. Yeah, you just think there's, 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 there, there should be more to come from, not just from Johnny, but from the Sunrisers. The Sunrisers look as though they're a, another team who are, who are struggling to find a way when it comes to the configuration of their overseas and their team. You know, people are coming in, people are going out. Didn't help Williamson doing his hamstring. Um, and again, you mentioned it. I mentioned it before. When you're chasing 124, and you're as an opening batsman like Johnny and David Warner sitting there at 55 for none, you're thinking we win this match. We go at 10 points. We get above everybody apart. From, you know, get above um, the, the, the 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 top of the halfway. You're in the fifth place. Uh, and everything's rosy, but then all of a sudden a, a huge baton collapse and they're staring at probably being out of the tournament. So from Johnny's point of view, a selfish point of view, he, he's done well, but I still think there's another big score to come from Johnny Bairstow and fingers crossed for him it's in the next game because they're going to need it because if they don't win the next game, they're, they're out of the tournament. And just to, 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 to touch... Let's do that in English this time. Uh, well, let's touch on Owen Morgan. Uh, the KKR uh, beat Delhi Capitals. Owen Morgan chipping in with, with 17 off of nine. But as we always tend to feel, um, people tend to look at Owen Morgan as a captain, if you like, more than a player. But he is more than handy at both. But it does feel at the moment that Owen Morgan taking over the captaincy of the KKR might just be that significant moment that they needed going forward. And they continue continue to, to, to be a threat, shall we say. Yeah, they're, they're just hanging in there, aren't they? Um, the middle order is helping them out. Whoever bats in that middle order, the top order have been woeful. They haven't really getting off to, to many, you know, to, to consistent start, should, should we say. Um, they're trying to move things around, get people in. I think Morgan Morgan is probably batting at number one, two, too low. He could do with going up to four instead of being at five. Saying that, Narain, he batted ahead of Morgan the other day and got 61. So, again, there were, what were the 42 for three inside the, the power player. One, probably two wickets, too many. Um, but they're, they're just hanging on, and, and fingers crossed there is a score for old Morgan round the corner because you know, he's, he's, he's had a 50. He got 30 against RCB earlier in the week. Says so 17 against uh, Delhi. <sighs> I think KKR need their captain if they if, uh, if they stand any chance of doing something to get into the knockouts or even beyond the knockouts and, and getting that uh, final spot. Well, we'll uh, take a closer look at the KKR and the Kings Eleven Punjab. That is uh, today's game, so we'll have a closer look at that in the uh, final section of the uh, show today. But um, as you, you've heard, um, Harmy has been uh, speaking with Mark Wood, so we decided to let Mark Wood take the IPL quiz. Right, IPL quiz. I'm going to test you on this, seeing as you've played in the IPL. Oh, which flanking which fast bowler has taken the most wickets in IPL history? 
Sri Lankan. Malinga. That's right. Which team has played the most IPL finals after Chennai Super Kings? Mumbai Indians. Two out of two. Well done. Which Indian has the fastest 100 in IPL? Yusuf Patana, Virat Kohli or Verinder Siwag? Uh, the first one, Yusuf Patan. Yusuf Patan, three out of three, he's going well here. Are you seeing these yet? Um, how many English bowlers have taken a five-wicket haul in the IPL? One, two, or three? I'll give you a bonus point if you get this. Five wickets. 2012, V Pune, Kings 11. Uh, Kings 11... I don't think you'll ever get this. Just just give me, give me one... South Coast, hit five sixes in an over, at the Oval. Against India. 2008, I think it was. Uh, he bowled about 45 mile an no, hour. Mascarenas. Jamie Mascarenas, yeah. He's not thankful for saying that. <laughs> he, bowled, he, bowled a, he bowled about the same pace as Paul Collingwood. Um, which team has never made the IPL final? Uh, let's go with Kings Lamp Punjab. Oh, no. Two out of two you've got. Yeah, right there. Um, oh. A team I think I fancied from week one for anybody who's listening to the IPL, Delhi Capitals. Oh, no, man. I was... ah. Which England player earned the highest bid in the IPL 2017 auction? Owen Morgan, T- Tamil Mills or Ben Stokes? Ben Andrew Stokes. Ben Andrew Stokes is right. Who has the most runs in IPL history? Coley or Dhoni? I've got, you know... It'll be close, but I'm going to back my guy. Donny. Oh, no, it's the other one. Ah. It's Virat. 5777. Donny 4275. Which has more IPL... Uh, sorry, who has more IPL centuries? Chris Gale or Virat Kohli? Gale. Kohli 6. Joking. Onrik Nokia recorded the fastest ball in IPL history last week. How quick was it? 97.1 mile an hour, 96.4 mile an hour, or 97.9 mile an hour? I think he was just short of your quickest, so 97.1, he's still not 97.1, as as you. no, 97.1, yes, I've still still got a little bit on him. Mark Wood played one game for CSK, and yeah, who was it against? Well, he's already given you the answer, um, and he told you what happened in the game. Still trembling, Mumbai <laughs> Indians. Mumbai Indians. That was, I think, six out of ten, so not bad. A bit but late, my career. Bit. Went, started well and then petered <laughs> off. <laughs> very good, well done. Thank you very much. Mark Wood taking the... I thought he did pretty well there, Harmy, all things considered. He did do very well. He did. I think he got more than six. I think he got seven. But no, he did very, very well. Good fun. Thank you very much to uh, Woody for taking part in that. And, uh, yeah, don't forget, the Cricket Collective, 6 till 7 on Tuesday on TalkSport 2. But you can now get it as a podcast. The IPL Preview Show on TalkSport 2. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 